Hello and welcome back. It's time for Say What, where we hear from those connected to our industry about what's going on in the world of electrical apprenticeship. And this includes topics that you have suggested to us, so please keep those coming. I'm your host, Cindy Sandifer, and I am joined by Todd Stafford, our Executive Director here at the Electrical Training Alliance. Today, just get ready, because we have got our, nope, We've got your customer service advisor, guru, just the best. Um, the man, Steve Strickland, is joining us. Todd and I asked Steve to come and hang out and give us a look into a few things in his world. So buckle up. Here we go. You have a longstanding history at the NJTC, now Electrical Training Alliance. And it started 27 years ago. 1994. Speak up, Steve. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it started 27 years ago, uh, 1994. My brother was uh, getting married, and I was here for the wedding, and uh, he brought me over to meet A.J. Pearson, who was the executive director at that time. And uh, A.J., uh, well, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some stories are best. There are some things we don't say on the podcast. Right. No, right. <laughs> this is not, we don't have Vegas rules on the podcast. No, Steve doesn't realize the reason why he got to be hired in November that year is I was supposed to be in August of that year, and I could not because of the job. I had to wait till the next year, and he said, yeah, I'll go hire this other guy. So he got Steve. So Yeah, we'll let's bring up. this other guy into the instrumentation. Guy, right? We'll yeah. let him work in a warehouse till he's up to snuff on his instrumentation. And look where you are now, right? <laughs> yeah. So Steve. you owe Todd Now a, a talking huge... head. Thanks. Todd's well, just mad because he's one spot behind me on the totem pole. It's true. Of seniority, oh. please. Well, that's it, right. depends, it, depends, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, Todd could easily move up to second today if he wanted to. <laughs> he could actually change well, yes. all of that. Well, Todd could himself. move to number one if he didn't care about me, Tim, and Steve, but he loves us. <laughs> and I'm not speaking of myself in the first and third person. I'm talking of Steve Anderson, of course. Uh. And, yes. Yeah. So how many years have you been I've with been the here company 27 years as of last month hmm. 27 started in the warehouse back when it was he's not even looking like he's 27 years old right i know you uh, look uh, so uh, young right. you and paul rudd just don't <laughs> age i don't look three times 27 past 50 do i no I think that <laughs> no. don't add up very well but but no when i started it well that's yeah, funny because tim started here my brother tim just to clear some things up because we're convinced there's a lot of people out there that think we are actually one person either Stephen timothy strickland or timothy Stephen strickland <laughs> we are actually two different people for those of you who are not sure about that so because both of us has have, anybody ever seen you both um, at the same time well yeah they okay, have wondering, they just probably didn't realize that oh there's they just okay. looking in our direction say there's a strickland guy <laughs> but no, I mean, we've both had people call us and say, hey, I'm sorry, I forgot to ask you when we talked this morning. And I'm, we didn't talk this morning. I mean, I'm getting older and my memory's not that good, but we, we really didn't talk. There's the other Steve. Yeah, that's Steve Tim. and mother brother Steve. Oh, right, yeah. Tim. Oh, Daryl. Mother brother My Darryl. brother, yes. Okay, mother yeah. brother Daryl. So, I know that. Well, see, Tim came here, started out working in the warehouse a year before me. And the person, there was two people in the warehouse. There was the then warehouse manager and then the, the one person that worked with him. Well, the person that was the warehouse manager was actually retiring the month Tim started. The f new guy, the other guy that was in the warehouse took over and he was here for almost a week as the warehouse manager and thought, I can't really deal with this guy. And I'm not gonna say which guy, I don't wanna throw AJ under the bus. <laughs> but uh, 
he quit, and Tim, like 47 minutes into the job, became the warehouse manager. <laughs> Funny story, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. So Tim was here for a, a year. And, and, he, and he hired his brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> begged, begged, yeah. kept begging yeah. me. I kept telling him, nah, I'm not going to leave. I'm, I'm happy here. And then finally, well, maybe I'll go try it out. So came here. It was just Tim and one other gentleman working in the warehouse at that time, and uh, I guess after being here about five years, I told Tim, I think I'm ready to go back to Tennessee. <laughs> and Tim said, what, really? I said, yeah, yeah. And then AJ offered me a job promotion. Ah. <laughs> I played that so well. And you've I? been here ever since. Yeah, just kidding. No, actually, he did tell me. He's like, I wanted you to try this out anyway. I was planning on doing this. So uh, if you don't want to do it, by all means, go on with what you were planning on doing. And if you do want to do it, then you can stay here and job's yours. And, well, I guess it would be 22 years later because that was after being here about four or five years. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but I'm, here I am, not running the warehouse anymore. <laughs> but you, so you came in, you've basically been around the curriculum, mm-hmm. like you from oh, yeah. the start. I was, I was here when we were using those three ring binders and putting those uglies and those raw books and those. Coalating, right? Oh, God. Oh, the shrink wrapping. Coalating, right. Yeah, that yeah. Was some, some good times right there, I'll tell you. Steve and I have a, a rich history of working together in that warehouse, shrink wrapping. It was all hands on deck about the first of August every year to do just that. Though. Oh, my well, God. Well, there was one year it was all hands on deck. We was running a little bit behind on curriculum just one year. <laughs> it was in the 90s. So Early but, 90s. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't here in the early <laughs> 90s. It was later in the 90s. But uh, we were running behind where everybody was out there. AJ was out there in a suit and tie, <laughs> pulling orders. Him and Jim Boyd out there pulling together, and you had the ladies in the office. It was a really interesting, uh, that was definitely an interesting summer, but we all survived it and uh, was in that position from 99. Back then, you were not only customer service, I mean, not only warehouse manager, but you were also customer service. And Warehouseman. Yeah, warehouse. You did. Truck driver. Yeah, driver. pretty much. Uh, we'd have had a truck. Uh, we'd have been driving. Everything, right. <laughs> just reminded me of forklift driving at that time. I made a loud noise out in the warehouse. <laughs> During our meeting time. I don't know if there was a meeting yeah. going on, but I was trying to get a skid off of the top rack of the shelving. Mm-hmm. And when I went to lift it up with the forks, it's like three levels high. And when I went to pick this up off of the off the top shelf, the, the back of the pallet caught the pallet on the other side full of binders. And when I lifted, that pallet full of binders flipped. Thank God nobody was sitting or standing on the other side pulling anything because I'd still be wearing an orange jumpsuit suit. But uh, <laughs> I just remember the first thing I saw was AJ come running out from his office. And I'm thinking, well, it's, it's been a good run. <laughs> and he just started walking around like he was dancing. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. He sounded like a Baptist preacher going off or something. And, Turns out he was just thrilled there was no hands or no limbs sticking out of the bottom of the pile. But I mean, I, I've got a few stories that I had to overcome in that warehouse with some tearing some yeah. stuff up. But anyway, so I was there until uh, 2004. I kind of be, customer service kind of became a full time thing. Was it 2004? Feels about right. I think so. 2004, and I've been in that role ever since. Maybe it's 2007. It was sometime. <laughs> but you've been doing that prior to it being official. Yeah, I, yeah, I was doing it prior to that. <laughs> yeah. So we just kind of shifted some roles around, and because with everything, I mean, some things were changing, a lot of stuff going on. So they just felt like there was probably need for somebody to be focused on making sure that the, the customers were 
being taken care of. We all pushed it downstream anyway. When we got down to it, we was asked a question. We said, you got to talk to this guy, talk to this guy. And made his way down to Steve. He answered it anyway. So I'll well, give him a job. Yeah, give him a job. And now we still do that. We all say, oh, well, talk to Steve. And yeah. Yeah. Well, my yeah. favorite thing was always when a customer would call and say, hey, they told us at this meeting that this was in the warehouse. I'm like, well, I'll have to go see him and ask him <laughs> where it's at in the warehouse because I haven't seen it yet. And I'd come up front and... It was usually Rick who would say, did I do that again? Like, yep, you did, Rick. <laughs> you did. <laughs> again, you did. But I got even with him by setting the alarm on him once or twice when he would be here in the late evening and I'd leave and then he'd set it off and call me and I would never answer because I knew what he was going to say. <laughs> so don't mess with Steve is one lesson from this. I've learned that a long time ago. That's good. Don't, because he will get you back. So not a completely fair question, but because of your history in this, but right now, if you were to look at like this year maybe, um, frequently asked questions like what do people seem to either a specific question or a topic like what is the most asked um question or topic that you get now when people are emailing and calling g version the g oh yeah g, g version, sorry please. g version everything is only g with me thank you <laughs> um i don't know that there's i like it it's not like there's one question i'm getting every day but a common question i get is I have a student who is becoming an instructor and we cannot figure out how to add him or make him an instructor or add him to the roster mm -hmm. as an instructor. And the most simple, easy method I could think of was put a one in front of his email address on his student account and then you can use the regular email address to create an instructor account. So See? that's the easiest advice I can give on that. My. That's really good. <laughs> Having been there, trying to yeah. do that, probably calling you on it. Yeah, like Maybe once or Cindy, ever call you? Yeah. A few times. Maybe. Okay. A few times. I, I think he blocked my emails and phone number, but okay. that's okay. Uh, that's I, okay. I, I treat everyone equally. I didn't block anybody's, but no. thank you. But uh, another thing is there's always students out there who can't log in for some reason, and I come to realize that the answer 90 point something percent of the time would be that somehow this student was not on the correct website mm -hmm. and didn't realize he was not on the correct website although it doesn't look like where he normally logs in so I tell people here's you a three-step process I hope I can remember them right now without <laughs> my notes tell them number one find out is he at the right is he at the correct website right and if it turns out by some chance he's not go in change his password to one two three four five six because there's no double digits in there there's nothing to confuse no uppercase no lowercase then change it you log in with it if you're able to log in with it and johnny can't johnny's doing something wrong on his end <laughs> right so right that's probably two of the more common things that i get hit with that's what you because the i mean it's probably this huge array of there's a lot of things going on, so I think there's a lot of different types of oh, questions yeah. that you yeah. could Yeah, I mean, I may experience. hear some, and some may be like temporary, like, hey, uh, when is that book coming in? Right. I don't know if everyone's heard yet, there is a paper shortage, and we <laughs> felt that hard this year because we ordered our books in the same time frame four or five months before we were going to need them. It was typically a six- to eight-week turnaround to get the books, and this year— Before this year. Before this year. Yeah, this yeah. year, it was a five-, six-month wait, yeah. and we ended up running out of books— in the middle of the summer that would have never, we would have never run out of had they come in mm. when they were supposed to uh, in the six to eight week period. But hopefully uh, uh, they'll 
figure out where the paper's at. <laughs> find, <laughs> later, I hope. find the paper. On my way back home, I'll, I'll, I'll spot some trees for him to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to work to with. Go get with, get him some paper. So you're kind of like answer. I was, I was going to ask you, like, is there something that people, meaning our customers, so is there something our customers, like, you think they should know from your perspective and experience working here? And you kind of said, like, there's, there's things that can happen, right? Like, we're customer focused. I mean, it's why your position was made more official and created was so that the customers could have someone to contact. They have essentially their own person um, that can answer their questions because you're consistently and constantly communicating with staff. So you're getting all this information, holding it in that big, beautiful brain of yours, and then you're spitting it out. So, I mean, I guess you kind of have already answered it, like to understand that you're there for them. I mean, do you like, is that something that's important for you for people to know and understand? Yeah, I mean, and, and the big thing I want people to know is, please don't hesitate to call. Uh, I had a thought that was in my head while you were talking, but after the five-second window was out, I don't even remember what that one was. So, uh, I should have raised my hand and cut you off. Yeah. Please let me say what I've got to say now because it won't be here when you're finished. It doesn't take much. But no, I mean, I, I tell everybody, please don't ever hesitate to call and ask any questions that you have. Uh I, I, people refer to me a lot as the answer man, but the key to being the answer man is being around an encyclopedia of coworkers that can answer any question that I don't know the answer to. And trust me, I, I, I tell them guys, the directors and anybody else, stop answering questions that I can answer. Point them to me so they can ask me the question and let me answer it. And if I don't know the answer, then I will come bother you. Not that I'm not busy, but I love talking to people. So... <laughs> It, it, it's what I do. It's what I do at work. It's what I do at home. It's what I do in my sleep. That's <laughs> uh, why I, my wife sends me to sleep somewhere else frequently. <laughs> it's hard to talk with the CPAP on because she can't understand me. So. <laughs> but you try. I Sorry, bet you try. If that was TMI, I apologize. No, it's not. Talking with the CPAP. Um, so, okay. So, our industry, regardless of whether we're talking about contractors, you know, we're talking about NICO, we're talking about the IBW, we're talking about JTCs and AJTCs, we're constantly working with people. You know, if you're taking in new apprentices, if you've got apprentices in your program, um, so customers, we all have customers. Um, what advice would you give to anybody about how to do customer service? Like, what's the key? to good customer service? Because I think we all encounter it, no matter what our profession, um, you know, that we're dealing with people on some level. Uh, well, if Mark Sorella were here, he would want me to say to over-promise and under-deliver, but that's, that's not what I'm about. <laughs> but, Mark is no. not here to defend himself yes, on that one. So uh, probably I would say the number one thing to keep in mind is it's, it's not about you or it's not about me. Because... Uh, yeah, you know, you get to hear the same question sometimes if something's specific going on and you hear them over and over. And guess what? It's the first time they've asked the question. They haven't asked it three times already. So that, and, and honestly, my biggest thing, you know, I try to start each day and with, with a prayer to ask the Lord to, to help me to anybody that I come in contact with that day that's calling and ask me a question, I don't care if it's their job, if it's just their life. I hope that their day is better because they talk to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to walk away mad. I don't want them to walk away feeling like, well, that was a waste of my time. Or hang up the phone, I should say, not walk away. But mm -hmm. I want them to feel like, you know, I cared what their question was and hopefully I answered it. And mm -hmm. do I hit that mark every time? I'm sure I don't. But 
it, trust me, if I realize that I forgot one, it, it will weigh on me, and I will try to fix it even if, if I didn't. So if I ever forget you, I didn't really forget you. I'm just old and, and forgot for a minute. <laughs> it'll come back eventually because I have this call log that I refer to occasionally, and some of you have probably heard me say, I don't know how I missed, but I don't have an answer filled in. Some people I've called to just say, did I get you an answer? And I'll be like, well, yeah. Or they'll say, well, Ben called me back three weeks ago and answered it. So, <laughs> Yay, Ben. But you do it for us, too. Like, I think that same attitude that you're talking about that you have for the customer that's calling or emailing, I feel like you have that for our staff as well. Like you will reach out to us um, just randomly, you know, to have that phone conversation, usually to make us laugh and, you know, talk. Sometimes we're serious, um, but there's always joking no matter what. And, and you've always said that, like, we never, you quoted someone when you and I've talked about it, but you never know what someone's dealing with. Right. right? And sometimes, or I would say oftentimes when people call you, there might be pain points, right. like yeah. not even just their professional life. There could be other stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. I think the statement was something that I had once heard was if you treat everybody that you come in contact with as if they were hurting, you would have treated 80% of them correctly. And so, and I mean, that's something even with my daughter, who's a teenager in middle school, I try to tell her, be nice, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know what somebody else is going mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that brings me to, to, I guess, my last thought or question is, you love your job. Anybody that talks to you knows that. Um, what is the best or best parts? I was going to say best part, but I think we'll go with best parts of your job. Anything that stands out? Well, I do like talking, so that's a definite <laughs> bonus. Uh, it's, it's an obvious that we all recognize, too, which we all like. We I all have, enjoy I, that. I yeah. have been accused of liking the sound of my own voice, so. But sometimes I do. Sometimes, you know, I feel a little off key, so. But, yeah. you know, but uh, no, I mean, honestly, I love people. I enjoy being around people, talking to people, helping people. So uh, I just enjoy. Well, can you ask what a customer service, right? Perfect. Building relationships. I mean, you know, it's great when one of our customers calls and they're asking me how my kids by name are, or I can ask them about their wife or their children because of building relationships through Mm -hmm. all these years. So I was thinking about that and, and not to get into the specifics, but I know you were talking to someone about your job and they were like, oh, wow, you have relationships with the customers, like the people that you're talking to, because this person, like this particular field, was more they're calling people to give them information or warn them about something, but they're really not building that connection. And I think right. that stands out. Yeah. Well, I think with a lot of people, it's it's a job. And to me, it doesn't feel like a job because I've said this famously, please don't pay me as such, but my days feel like they last about an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, it's like I've worked on jobs before I came here that, you know, I just, what time's break? What time's lunch? What mm-hmm. time is next break? What time is, it is, gosh, is it time to go yet? I haven't experienced that in 20-some years, and mm-hmm. that's a pretty good feeling. And if you don't feel that, I would encourage you to find it because that's a pretty good gig. What's the saying? A person that loves what they do never works a day in their life. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think you are the epitome of that. And I, I, it's sad to say I have Steve Strickland in my head, but I do. Um, and I'll remember that, like about loving what you do and, and how you treat people and that idea, like Todd, you just said it, mm-hmm. to have your customer service yeah. advisor, representative, you know, manager, like that person love people. Well, Steve just explained exactly what we say about our industry all the time. I say bring in the family, bring a new apprentice into the family, bring an instructor into the family, and you treat them as such. Mm-hmm. What you do all the way through. You treat them like family, you'll always have better results anyway. Absolutely. 
Well, <clears throat> Steve, thank you for spending a little time with us and sharing, you know, not all of your wisdom because we would be here for days, but <laughs> yeah. years. 15, 20, we're not going to ask you, we're not, we're not going to ask you about the bad stories or the horror stories. Yeah. Like that we could get into some bad horror stories, but we're going to, yeah. <laughs> do you want to do your if, best if, customer service? None of you who are watching this, you are the No, <laughs> no one listening or watching no, was, is on long his time list. Ago, long I time promise. Ago I promise. That is very serious. It's, <laughs> it's none of you. It's not a regular. It's not a regular. Not even a semi-irregular. <laughs> no, these it's are the those, off. Those one-off calls. Yeah, that, that, yes, that, absolutely. Questions that just can't be answered. <laughs> don't They won't accept that it can't be answered. <laughs> I wasn't with Neil Armstrong. I don't know if it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's answering all. I'm telling you, people come to Steve for medical advice. I would not recommend that. However, you get those calls. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Steve, for everything. We certainly, certainly appreciate you um, for so many reasons. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for being the voice, being the voice of the electrical training line. Thank you, thank you for having me. I, I do tell people sometimes I'm just a glorified switchboard operator. So if they need to talk to another staff member, call me. I'll transfer them. So. <laughs> and that works too. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. You know, thank you all. All right, Todd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got to spend some GPG time with Steve Strickland. Any thoughts? No, with Steve is always. Uh, um, Refreshing in one way as you hear his communication and talk about how much he just enjoys people. Communicating, talking, helping, serving, which we always say that's what we are, a service organization. And he definitely defines that in his conversation and he goes forth with everybody calls him, which is exactly what he should be doing. That's what customer service is. It's about the user, the customer that calls us. And whether that be an apprentice, training director, or coordinator, or assistant over there, he always has the answer. may not be the answer they want to hear sometimes, but he has the answer or he knows where to go find the answer to help him. And that's... His role is to do just that, be our voice. And I don't think we could find anybody better. No. And his we didn't make him do it, but we could have totally quizzed him because you can ask yeah. him for a JTC and he can give you their program number, their phone number, training director, email address. Like it's, Assistants, children's, kids, ages, schools. He could tell you all yeah. without forgetting any of he it. Could, but don't worry, anyone. He's no. not sharing your personal no, information. No, 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 no. I'm just saying no. he knows people. And that's I love that how he can reframe mm -hmm. and refocus himself. Like So if it's been a frustrating day, which I think – Steve's frustration and patience level just supersedes yeah. mine in so many ways. But he's able to reframe and say, okay, I'm talking to this person. Yeah, no matter this how aggravated I am, whenever he knows it, whenever the question comes up and I'm answering a question because he knows someone's going to be asking, the person that calls never knows. Mm -mm. The, he's a, the calm, collected voice always. Right. Like truly, it could be yeah. the 25th time he's answered that matter. question and they will feel like they were his first call. And you just because I wrote something in one way that was wrong, that was actually people catch that and say, what's going on? And he's got to answer it 25 times. I got it. But you never know from Steve. So but you're the reason, Steve. This happened before. <laughs> you're yeah. his job security. It's, it's, he, it's likes before, yeah. he likes that. He likes that. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for being here. Gosh, I mean, there's so much we could say about you for what what you do every single day um, and for making work so much fun for our staff. Uh, there is no doubt you are the life of the party. Big thanks, as always, to you, the listeners, for taking time to join us. Remember that we do want to hear from you. If there are topics you want us to cover, send me an email at saywhat at electricaltrainingalliance.org. Our next episode will drop in June, so you can keep a lookout for that. Until then, stay connected with us through our newsletters, blogs, social media. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Tell a colleague about it. And stay powered up. We will see you next time. Say what?